Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Bite Size podcast. I'm your host Clayton at Clates AFC on Twitter, uh, and I'm a very tired Clayton today uh, because, as a lot of the listeners will know, I've, as you've probably seen on social media, I was in Dublin this weekend. Uh, result aside, had a had a great weekend with some of my mates, and uh, literally landed about an hour ago. Uh, and to timestamp this, it's, it's Sunday the 10th of December. It's 10:22 p.m. I've had very minimal sleep, lots of Guinness, um, but the show goes on. Uh, just because we had a shit result doesn't mean we'll hide away from talking about stuff. And uh, I'm going to get a few hours kip after this and then off to the airport again, uh, bright and early tomorrow. Got to leave at half five in the morning uh, for my first Champions League away day. Um, so going to PSV away um, and yeah, grafting basically, but Obviously, it was a bit of a shit result yesterday against Aston Villa at uh, Villa Park. Uh, the ladies did well today, though, so I wanted to obviously shout that out. That's positive news. The ladies beat Chelsea 4-1 um, at home, so that's absolutely brilliant. Um, but obviously, here to kind of touch on the Villa game. And uh, I'm doing this solo again, so uh, I'm, I think because I'm, to be completely honest, I'm so tired and... Uh, yeah, I need to get some sleep before I go away. So I thought I'd do one of the the kind of casual solo ones rather than going through all the analysis. And this one is just more to give my opinion more than anything. Like, I'm not going to be adding, like, huge levels of insight or anything. Um, I just wanted to voice my opinion because I've seen a lot of narratives doing the rounds. Um, I guess starting with the game, looking at the lineup. So team came out, Villa were unchanged from the City game which actually surprised me. Um, I thought they'd make a few changes because I guess a narrative I was pushing was that I thought they'd be a bit tired after playing City. It was quite it was quite an intense game. I thought it would have taken a lot out of them. We had an extra day rest. Uh, bloody hell, as I've just put this screen on, I've just seen how tired I look. So uh, please forgive me. <laughs> uh, I don't look my best at the minute. But um, yeah, like I said, Villa unchanged. And uh, Arsenal team was as I expected. So... Uh, White came in, uh, Zinchenko, uh, sorry, Zinchenko came in for Kivior, White was already playing against Luton, and uh, Havertz uh, kept his spot at the left eight. And overall, I actually thought, I need to be careful how I word this, I thought the structures in which we played and the tactical setup of the team was spot on. Like, I actually thought, from a coaching perspective, it was job well done. I just thought the execution of our players on a technical level was awful. Um, and I don't know why that is. I, I feel like there's a little bit of a a recurring theme here. And in terms of like the technical inconsistencies of Arsenal this season, I think as a technical team, we are one of the best around like in the world. But there's certain games where you can just feel it's off and... I don't know if there's something in like the preparation. I don't know if it's a psychological thing, but Brentford away was a game where I thought we started a little bit technically wayward. Chelsea away is one that comes to mind. There's a few others that have escaped me. But when I'm talking about the technical level, I just mean people who you know are very technically astute and their first touch is off. Their pass is under hit. Their pass is slightly wayward. And when I say I feel like this game was tactically smart from a coaching perspective is because I thought as a team, we were arriving in the right areas a lot. And people like Martinelli was getting space. We were exploiting their high line. We were getting into areas. It was just in that final 
connection in the final third that was off. And for me, that's almost the most frustrating thing because I think when you are creating the opportunities to get into areas to hurt a very good team, but then you are the reason you don't capitalize on that. I think that's almost like the hardest thing to stomach. I think earlier in the season, there were certain games where, yeah, teams had completely blocked us off, right? And yeah, we were struggling to get through. And I think in a weird way, you almost kind of tip your hat to teams like that sometimes. But And not to take anything away from Villa. Uh, and again, another narrative I've seen is like, why can't Arsenal fans just say fair play to the opposition? But I don't think Villa deserved to win that, if I'm being honest. Um, and I hope that doesn't, doesn't come across as salty. I just thought it was... Okay, let me say, Villa's goal, fair play. Like, very well worked. I thought it was an absolutely brilliant goal. I think people are going slightly OTT with our defending on that. I think that was just a sequence of actions. That was, yeah, fair play. Like, really well worked goal. Um, And this is the thing in this episode. Like, I do want to give Villa credit, and I don't want it to just be like a salty Arsenal fan crying, um, because that doesn't benefit anyone, and that's not my style. Uh, I always try to see what can we do that's within our control to improve. Because that's all, like, just in life, like, I think you can take a lesson from everything. Like, what can you do from this game to learn and improve and make sure that repeats don't happen again? Um, but going back to the point, like, yeah, I don't really think Villa did deserve to win this, to be honest. I think it was more of a Arsenal were poor in decision-making in the final third. And even, like... I know, again, you can't always just go on blind statistics, but this felt like how I felt the the game went. It was possession. Okay, possession is sometimes a bit useless as a metric. Um, I've just got FOTMOB stats here. Uh, I know usually we we use Markar stats um, for data, but like I said, I've been a bit pushed for time, not really had the chance to go digging everything out today. So 62 to 38% possession. Expected goals, 1.4 to us, 057 to Villa. Uh, total shots was 12 to 10 and on target 5 to 3. Um, I've got Bungo in the chat. I hope you're good, mate. Um, f- fair play comments are reserved for games that are properly fair play. Happy to take an L on the chin. The elbow was infuriating. And that's exactly it. I'll, obviously, I'll talk about VAR and all the decisions in a bit. Just kind of want to talk about the flow of the game because, uh, yeah, Villa went 1-0 up like super early. Um, but then I did feel like we were having chances. I remember Odegaard had a shot from outside the box. I almost caught uh, Martinez out. We were get, yeah, we were just consistently finding our way through, but not really doing anything with it. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I'm, I know I've repeated myself, but just finding it a bit hard to stomach still, to be honest. Um, my friend Andrew, who I've mentioned a few times, and he listens and watches this, but he summed it up nicely. He texted me saying Arteta coached a 3-0 win. And I, I believe the exact same thing. I think, yeah, I'm I'm a broken record here. It was just the, the technical level of the team in the final third and decision making was just wayward. I think I know like I use this analogy a lot. Like if you roll a dice, how many times do you win that? I think if you roll that dice, race him that game a hundred times, we win it. Uh, more often than not, based on the sequence of events, to be honest. Um, Martinez had another chance where he kind of played in, like I said, the high line, we were exploiting it, scooped it over Martinez, but then Carlos, uh, it was obviously mopping up the danger there. Uh, Erdegaard, I think, should have done better with that chance. Uh, it was just 
Is it just inside the box? Just outside the box? Um, yeah, like it kind of went the side Martinez was anticipating. And maybe I'm being harsh. I feel like he should have gone the other side. Uh, and then uh, half time, like post restart, I thought we were just wave after wave. And it was one of those where I just thought like we were doing everything right. I think this is my thing. I think you can tell I'm visibly confused. Like I've got so much faith in this Arsenal team that when they arrive in certain areas, they'll kill teams. And I feel like that Villa team were absolutely there to be had. One person I want to call out, by the way, Kai Havertz, uh, brilliant. Like really happy for him because I've obviously been quite critical of him, always in a constructive way, like never been slagging him off sort of thing, but uh, really liked what I've been seeing of him recently. So fair play to him. Um, and then obviously it would be a risk remiss to not talk about the, I feel like there's three incidents, right? So one is obviously the goal. <laughs> um, one in my opinion is I don't know how we didn't get a penalty. Uh, let me know in the chat what you guys think, because I, I always like to think I'm quite a measured fan and I don't really buy into these old, the narratives are like we're being done against and the world's against us and stuff. But I need to collate my thoughts on this before I put words out there. I do feel like there's something a bit fishy going on. And I'm not saying tin hat conspiracy theorist and stuff, but I do think people have premeditated ideas about how they want to referee our games and treat us um and then what were the three incidents and then the third one was the Enketia one so uh yeah obviously uh, just before I get onto those I uh, got uh, Bungles also said so I can say well done for beating us and City in a week but fair play nah <laughs> uh, Hassan yes Clayton hope you're good mate uh, looking forward to you coming on this pod I think we said Brighton review didn't we uh, but yeah I hope you've had a good weekend uh Bungle saying final balls and finishing well off it from early doors at Villa Park yeah and do you know what I think is also frustrating me? So I must say, I was in a pub, right? And it was quite busy. But I could hear enough of the commentary and the crowd and everything. And I I think with the way we were playing, if you compare the atmosphere yesterday to their game against City, like they, the City game, they had enough reason to feel like they were on top in that game. And the crowd were galvanised and energised. Didn't get that vibe yesterday. I felt like we did exactly what I said in the preview, what we needed to do. Get on the ball, quiet the crowd, suffocate them, just take this thing out. I know we went 1-0 down early, but I actually thought we were doing that very well. Um, yeah, and I, just, I, I mean, let me know in the chat, guys, what, what you think. Uh, obviously, Bung, what you've just said, final balls and finishing well off it from early doors at Villa Park. What, why do you guys think that is? In my opinion... It's a combination of just variance. Um, players can have off days, and I think we've just been unlucky that they've accumulated two, three of our technical leaders have accumulated a poor day in the same games this season. I think it's a combination of that. I'm not so sure it is psychological. I feel like there could be an element of complacency, maybe, that them believe in their own hype, but that's just a wild assumption for me. I'm not sure I fully believe that. And then the third one, I'd like to look a little bit more into the preparation because that's where my brain initially goes to, to be honest. And I don't doubt like the level of match planning that goes into the top level is beyond what I can comprehend in my little pea brain. But that's initially where my brain goes to, to be honest. Like if you're not performing to the level we know you are capable of, 
to me that just screams underprepared. Um, so that's something to look into. But anyway, I'm waffling. I want to talk about the three incidents. So gen- general feelings was I thought structurally and tactically spot on. Like I actually thought we managed that game perfectly. Okay, not perfectly. Uh, very well. Well enough to win that game comfortably. Like I said, I know I'm repeating myself, but just to drum it home, we both controlled Villa's offensive threat and at the same time created enough situations to get into areas to really hurt them and I believe create enough chances to win that game. And variance has gone to variance, but also people just did not turn up in key areas. Decision makings were poor. I thought Martinelli had a poor game. Trossard, when he came on, didn't do anything for me. Uh, and Ketia, yeah, I know that's uh, one for another day. Um, Saka wasn't really having his best game, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but the three incidents. So I guess let's start with the elephant in the room, the goal. Okay, people might go mad at me here. I agree. I think it hits Matt Cash Matt, Matt Cash's um, arm first. But I'm not sure that that is a handball I agree with, to be honest, uh, in terms of Matt, Matty Cash handballing it. And the reason why is I just think if that happened against Arsenal... I'm just being completely honest here. And like again, I know I'll get shit for this. I'm just being completely honest. But if that went against Arsenal, I know for a fact I'd be saying, how is he meant to react to that? Like his hands are in a natural position to jump. Uh, I don't think he can do anything about that. And that's what my honest opinion is on that, um, which is why I'm not quite there in the sense of the goal, uh, with us potentially getting a penalty. Having said that, the the handball for Havertz is kind of similar, no? <laughs> like, and I'm laughing because I I think I'm one of these that I've said this uh, again. Long term listeners will know I'm just a bit drained of it all now, uh, and it is ruining my enjoyment of general football. Um, I I just can't make up my mind on that one. Like, it just feels that yeah, it, I. It, it's hard for me to feel like we're being refereed fairly. And I'm not sure I can say like there's a whole conspiracy against Arsenal Football Club, but I do believe given the nature of everything that's going on and the way the PGMOL are set up and what the refereeing uh, board is like and the nature of where everyone's from, their skin colour, all of that stuff. I've got to be careful what I say there, but it does feel like a bit of a, you come for us, we'll make sure your life's miserable and tough. And um, you look at that with Enketia, like, how is that not a red card? It was Carlos, right? He literally looks over, elbows him. I don't get in what world that's not a red card. And then the penalty for Jesus, that, he's kicked him. Like, sure, I think Jesus was a little bit theatrical, but he has literally kicked him. Uh, I, I just, I don't get it. Um, again, let me know in the chat what you guys think about the Havertz goal and the the two other decisions in Enketi and Jesus. But the Havertz goal one for me isn't something that I think I agree with, but it's more like the the perspective of our Matt, Matty Cash uh, handballed it. That's the one I can't fully get on board with, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, just to jump in the chat, we've got... Uh, Bungle said, Uncle Mike said the same about Kai Havertz, calling him out for a solid performance. Uh, 
And then Bungles also said, I felt the first 10 minutes also almost surprised us as a collective. Not saying it was not planned for, but it looked like it knocked us off an initial game plan, maybe. That could be a good point. Um, Bungle, Ben White looked still half asleep first third of the game. Yeah, Ben White's been a bit off recently. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on there. I was thinking about this on my plane today, actually, about Ben White. Like, is it just a case of like he's been overloaded? Like playing, like it's a very intense position he has to play, right? Kind of both mentally and physically, because mentally he's kind of switching between a few different positions, constantly being aware of different zones on the pitch and relationships to players. And then physically he's up and down, up and down. I wonder if it is a case of he's just a little bit burnt out. And I feel like if we had Tomiyasu and Timber right now, we'd be able to maximize freshness, right? Which we're not really able to do. Um, Hassan says, uh, it was a stonewall penalty. I'm behind on the stream. Yeah, fair play, mate. Uh, I don't know if you're talking about the Jesus one there or um, the Havertz one uh, with Matty Cash. Uh, let me know. Uh, like I said, I never believe my opinion's gospel. That's why I like hearing from everyone else. Uh, Bungle, recently I've been close to not watching live to stop feeling drained, as you say. With the direction football's going in, check a result, watch the highlights. It's tempted me lately, not going to lie. See, that's so sad. Mate, I... I'm so grateful that I have a season to get at the Arsenal, right? And I get to go to so many live games, literally about to go to another country to watch us. But again, I said this on a previous pod. I went to a seventh tier game in the English football pyramid uh, a few weeks ago. And I absolutely loved it. It was just pure football. It was 3-2. There was a last minute goal. No VAR. I just, football is losing its purity and entertainment factor and i think the whole var what it was brought in for it it's the, again i'll always say it's not the technology it's the implementation and the use of that technology that's the issue for me um yeah but i don't, sorry if i sound flat i'm just again i'm just being transparent like, i just i feel flat uh it's it's annoying me when i feel like don't get me wrong i don't want to be like oh all woe is me i feel like we created enough situations that we should have done more with uh what we than what we did um but at the same time i'm fed up of this narrative that we are not allowed to then say decisions went against us because it should always be on us football has variants you need variants to be on your side to for the dominoes to fall into place sometimes because you can do everything tactically and structurally to get in the right areas but if things aren't clicking you sometimes need that extra boost and like I said, I, okay, just, nail my colours to the mast. Uh, Havertz, goal, I can understand it, being completely honest why it's ruled out. Anketia, uh, Diego Carlos should be sent off. Gabriel Jesus, stonewall penalty. That's my kind of bang, bang, bang. Um, and that's what's pissed me off. Sure, in an ideal world, we create enough, we score the goals, we take everything um, and we, we control everything that we can to win the game without needing any refereeing. But this is a league where <laughs> it doesn't work like that. There's too much variance. The quality of the teams are very good. But yeah, that's my general feelings and everything, guys. Um, it's not the end of the world. Uh, obviously, results weren't great for us this weekend with Liverpool. Oh, I'm not even going to get started on that with the refereeing and inconsistencies there. But uh, Liverpool obviously won and they're top of the league. City came back to beat Luton. Uh and yeah, so we're, we're sat at second. So we're one point behind Liverpool. Villa are actually a point behind us. And then City are three points behind us. Um, 
it's not the end of the world. Uh, I still think, my, like I said, my biggest concern would be if I didn't tactically believe that, I, if I believed we got tactically outsmarted, then I'd be concerned. I think the way we're playing gives me enough encouragement that both defensively and offensively, we will be fine. It's just that sometimes when I see the technical level off from the key technical leaders and some of the decision-making, that's when I start to get a little bit, it's not concerned, it's just upsetting, I guess, because you know they're capable of more. Um, but yeah, that's 20 minutes of me doing a little bit of a, a ramble. Um, thanks a lot for tuning in. I know it's quite late on a Sunday. Um, but yeah, really appreciate the support. And I, I hate doing the plugging, but I'm, I'm going to have to do it. Like I said, if, if you're still listening at this point, um, and you're enjoying it, please, please drop the stream a like and uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, it is hard graft <laughs> sometimes, but it's, I absolutely love it. Um, but it's so rewarding for us if you can kind of see the numbers creeping up slowly. It's uh, something that will help us infinitely. Um, and yeah, like I said, in case you missed it, uh, I've been in Dublin all weekend and like, I'm not trying, like, it's not woe is me, it's very first world things, but uh, had very minimal sleep, literally landed, came straight back, did all of the prep in the back work, uh, in the back end to get the slides ready, YouTube stream set up, all of the technical stuff. Um, it's been great to jump in here with a few of you guys and uh, I'm now going to go pack, get ready to go uh, to Amsterdam and Eindhoven to watch the Arsenal in the Champions League where we're top of the group already. So um if you appreciate any of it, if you like any of the content that we put out, uh, if it's ever been anything that you've enjoyed or interacted with, uh, would absolutely love if you can kind of spread the love for us on on socials uh, where you can. Uh, it would mean the world to us. And we're actually five subscribers away from 200. So please do share the word. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, the next episode we've got is going to be be a Brighton preview pod so Nima and I will be back together to do that and then after that it will be Hassan joining me to do the Brighton review before I then go away for Christmas and Nima will be holding the fort um, both himself and with a few guests uh, during the Christmas period and then I'll be back in the new year so um, yeah it's not not a great result at Villa Park but we, we can take encouragement from the performance um, from the tactical performance there's details that we need to sort out and yeah refereeing is refereeing us um so i don't really know what the answer is to that to be honest i think i'm one of those people that when i feel like i can't do anything about something i try not to let it get to me and maybe that's a bad mentality to have and almost a little bit of a dangerous one but i'm always of the mindset of what can we control ourselves and do better and i believe there is enough that we can do to i think i think like I said, I believe we are being refereed unfairly and inconsistently, but I believe we have enough quality to go on and win this league without that being the Achilles heel for us. I, I really do. I think we are that good. Um, we just need to make those details click, but we'll get there. On to PSV away for me. Um, thanks a lot for the support, guys. Really appreciate it. Hope you all have a good week. Up the Arsenal. <laughs>